Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's official. The Raleigh Christmas Parade is back on with one big change. We'll tell you what to expect. Two men are dead after their car is fired on by another car, and it's all caught on video. We talked to shocked neighbors. A change to the weekend forecast means storms may impact your plans. When to get outside, when to bring an umbrella, and Lee's impact to our coast. Breaking in just the last hour, the Raleigh Christmas Parade will happen with some changes. Hello and thank you for joining us. I'm Ashley Rowe. And I'm Dan Haggerty. So the big headline on WRAL.com right now, the Raleigh Christmas Parade will happen in November without vehicles, though. This is a new development. You remember about 24 hours ago, the city said there would not be a parade at all denying permits. All of this happening after the death of Haley Brooks, who was killed while dancing in last year's parade. WRL's Aaron Thomas and Mark Boyle both following this breaking story. Aaron, bands and dancers will still be part of the parade. Something like that, Ashley. So right now we're here at Leesville Road High School. And of course, it's Friday Night Football. That band is also one of the big performers in that Raleigh Christmas Parade. As you mentioned, a uh, parade with no vehicles means that the bands get to perform. You have dancers that can perform in other organizations. For anyone who's been in any of these organizations or has children in them, you know how big of a deal it is to go through practice after practice and to perform in front of thousands of people. Based on the reaction we've gathered from several people out here and online, there's mixed reaction thus far. One parent saying it's a reasonable compromise. Another saying the parade should have been held with vehicles and safety standards in place. As you can imagine, as we all know, the decision to cancel the parade altogether received instant backlash once the city of Raleigh announced it. Now, here's a little bit of what Mayor Mary Ann Baldwin had to say as the city tried to come to this compromise. Let's look at an unmotorized parade and see if we can make that work. That way, we still have the marching bands. We still have the dancers. And as someone who's been in marching band in both high school and college altogether for eight years, it really is a big deal to get to perform in front of the parade. On our late news, we're going to be following this very closely, speaking with some performers with uh, Leesville Road High School and see what parents and other performers have to say about this huge decision. You are, Ashley. Mar you are marching band. Prove it, man. Well, you, got the, you got the trumpet there. Let's see what you got. Oh, listen, <laughs> I... um have not played this in about Come two on, years, Dan. All right, all right, so my right, embouchure has all over the place. So I did just try to knock on a B-flat scale just a while ago, but I'm going to save the viewers that. Maybe at 10. I was going to say, okay, you've got a few hours to practice, Aaron. Thank you. Let's get over to Mark Boyle in the WRAL Live Center. Uh, Mark, what have you got? You guys put him on the spot. I do want to um, bring you up to speed. I just got off the phone with Marianne Baldwin, the mayor. Uh, that Zoom was done just a few minutes before this phone call. I want to bring you up to speed on the negotiations. About a 10-second phone call right here. Take a listen to this. 
agreement in principle, but there are still some questions that need to be answered before we can finalize our agreement. So that's where things stand on this negotiation. Think of the back and forth there between the Merchants Association and the city of Raleigh. The Greater Raleigh Merchants Association speaking out about this and where things stand on that side of organizing this big plan. We think big, and I think this will be a really good challenge for us to sit down on Monday and come back to the table and start to redesign how this looks for this year. So a lot will be happening over the weekend here, and then next week we'll pick this ball up and go forward as they try and work out the kinks there. A big parade in the works likely to happen with no vehicles involved this year. Back to you. In the works. All right, Mark, thank you. So tonight the Harnett County Sheriff's Office trying to figure out what led up to two men being shot and killed. Uh, we've learned someone fired shots from a moving car into another. It was all caught on surveillance video. All right, so dramatic video there, north uh, of Lillington on Main Street. WRL's Carly Haynes live there in that area with what else we know about this incident and what happened. Carly? Well, to put this into perspective of where we are, Campbell University is just two minutes down the road, and plenty of residential houses also line this street. WRAL did get a hold of one home security camera video and, and take a look at this. Now, we counted 15 distinct shots from that surveillance video. You can see the suspect vehicle then drive off. The neighbor only checked her camera after spotting a car in a field, believing it had been involved in a crash. And when first responders arrived, they saw two people inside who had died from those apparent gunshot wounds. They've been identified as 28-year-old Deshaun Rico Martin and 34-year-old Rodriguez Antonio McNeil. Neighbors here tell us that a shooting like this in this area is unheard of. Like the Campbell University is just down the road, so you feel like you're in a safe, secluded area that something like this just wouldn't happen. The neighbors also say that they're disturbed not knowing who is responsible for this. And the sheriff's office, while they're still looking for a suspect and a motive, they do believe this was a targeted attack, but it is still very much under investigation. All right. Looking to learn more. Carly Haynes, live force in Harnett County. Thanks, Carly. The WRL Severe Weather Team continues to track Hurricane Lee, starting to create some problems for people hoping to uh, swim on our coast over the course of the weekend. Meteorologist Mike Mays in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Mike, the water looks great. I mean, mm -hmm. just look at this view. Yeah. It would be a beautiful night to go out on the beach. But don't get in the water, right? No, definitely not. Still feeling impacts at our coast, but there is some good news. Actually, all the advisories have been dropped from our southern coast, but the Coastal Flood Advisory, High Surf Advisory continues up through the Outer Banks. The Coastal Flood Advisory will end noon tomorrow. The High Surf Advisory ends early in the morning on Sunday. And the concern tonight is for the overwash at the Outer Banks as they reach high tide. There could be two to four feet of water inundation. That means Highway 12 and some of the secondary roads could have some overwash. And this is a preliminary look at rip current threats tomorrow high from Wrightsville Beach all the way to Nags Head. This will likely be more of a moderate risk down to Myrtle Beach. I'll have the full update at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WREL. Here is the latest on Lee. It is racing up to the north at 20 miles per hour. Top winds are at 80, taking aim on coastal New England. There are still uh, tropical storm warnings in effect from Cape Cod all the way through the main coast. It looks like the biggest impact will be felt over at Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, where it will make landfall as a strong tropical storm, maybe a weak hurricane. A lot of wind, a lot of 
rain, strong storm surge as well for those folks up there. For us, we felt the change today. Cooler night ahead. I'll outline that, Ashley, coming up in less than 15 minutes. Okay, Mike, thank you. Mm -hmm. So miles apart, UNC Chapel Hill and NC State students coming together to rally for stronger gun laws. This comes after two lockdowns at UNC in less than three weeks there on campus, one of them ending in a shooting that killed a professor. Students are calling for stronger gun laws. WRL spoke to a junior at UNC who says she's still scared to go to class, feels traumatized during the start of this semester. I want people to know that like this just doesn't go away and it's something that we are still feeling from you know two and a half weeks ago um, and then from just a few days ago. Organizers say that they are upset also about North Carolina House Speaker Tim Moore's recent comments about the lockdowns. He questioned the effectiveness of gun-free zones like Chapel Hill's campus. Democratic legislators have pushed back on his comments, saying students should not be able to have guns on college campuses. you got to give these students a whole lot of credit for, you know, taking oh, the yeah. initiative and speaking out. Hey, we like to have some fun here on Friday evenings. So uh, how about this one? If you haven't heard Fort Liberty's own All-American Chorus sing on the grand stage for America's Got Talent, you've missed an incredible show. Listen to this. They're good. I get chills every They're time. They're so good. Just ahead, a few of the members join us live. Find out how they plan to impress America again next week. They're going for some big money. Plus, the weekend is here and there is plenty happening in the Triangle. We got to look at some of the fun for you and the whole family. Members of the 82nd Airborne Division All-American Chorus are showing off their skills to the whole country on this season of America's Got Talent. Listen to this. I guess you'd say, but what can make me feel this way, my girl? Oh my goodness. Every time I hear it, it doesn't matter how many times, I still get chills. You just saw them on stage and now they are here joining us live now. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. So we just watched a clip of your last performance. What's going to be different this time? Oh. Go ahead. We're bringing a lot this time. We got a lot more choreography. Uh, our vocals are going to be a wide range. We're going to be scattered all over the place. We're going to be making moves. We, we have a lot that we want to show America. Okay, so the performance is on Tuesday night. I, my understanding is you are in California right now. What, what goes on in the lead up to Tuesday night's performance? My goodness, it is insane. We've got, you know, rehearsals for choreography, rehearsals for voice, uh, different media spots that we're doing, different uh, pictures. I mean, it's it's really interesting. It's, it's kind of surreal getting to see how Hollywood actually works. Oh, yeah, you are a part of it right now. And, right. and you know, on that note, it's one thing to perform. You guys are very used to performing. But it's another thing to be judged on live television by Simon Cowell, Sofia Vergara. How are you feeling heading into this? I think um, we're ready 100%. The first time we were a little worried with how Simon Cowell was going to react to a lot of our movements. But seeing that the positive energy that was given from the judges now we're just ready to show the different dynamics that the chorus has for this round. Awesome. Um, I, I don't know. This might be a state secret, but can you tell us what you're going to be performing? 
If we did, we'd have to have a lot of NDAs to sign. <laughs> I understand totally. Can you give us a hint? Is it going to have the same kind of energy as my girl? We're, 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 we're hoping for inspirational, and we're hoping for the, the good vibes that my girl does bring. Oh, that's great. Um, I, I, last question I just have to ask you. Uh, the last time you performed, you dedicated your performance to a fellow soldier who had passed away. Um, who or what will you be dedicating this show to this time? To the division. Absolutely. We're hoping to represent as best as we can. And uh, we just wanted to thank our Major General Christopher Lenny for allowing this opportunity for us. And hopefully uh, this isn't the end of our road. Well, you know that you've got uh, all of North Carolina rooting for you so much. We wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much for joining us here live on WRAL. Thank you Thanks for having you. us. It's a likable group, don't you think? Oh, my goodness. How can you not root for them? So another story uh, that might interest you tonight. Historians in eastern North Carolina, they are fighting right now to stop the state from building a highway expansion on the site of a Civil War battleground. The state's proposed Highway 70 bypass project would build an interchange at the site of the Battle of White Fork. WRL's Keenan Willard shows us why experts say it's a piece of history that's worth preserving. Nestled alongside Highway 70 in Jones County, this vast stretch of land is Dennis Harper's life's work. Not the scenery, though, the history that lies buried beneath the surface. I grew up on the battlefield. I walked around picking up artifacts, you know, laying on top of the ground. There were so many in here. This is the site of the Battle of Wise Fork, part of the National Register of Historic Places. In March 1865, close to 5,000 Confederates made their stand here, trying to drive thousands of Union soldiers back to the sea. So they were trying to defeat that army and drive them back to Newburgh. It was one of the last major battles of the Civil War, and Harper studied it for decades, even building this monument to commemorate it. But the historian says more than 150 years later, a new threat is bearing down on Wise Fork. Essentially, they had the maps drawn out, the interchange here, and we began to say, hold on a minute, you know, this is a nationally significant battlefield. NCDOT is planning a bypass of Highway 70 to ease traffic in Kinston. The project would build up this intersection of Caswell Station and Wise Fork Road, developing as much as 55 acres of land in the process, including part of the Wise Fork battlefield. Advocates are pushing back against the project, saying it would impact the site for future generations. I don't know that they all realize the special place that this is with the history that it has and once it's gone it is gone forever. WREL reached out to NCDOT for a response to historians concerns. DOT says they considered building the interchange at two other sites outside the battlefield but they would have increased the project's cost and environmental impact and would have less impact on traffic in the area. It's, it's one of those things where there just wasn't a um, a, a good alternative to that location, but we did look at um, those two options as well. DOT says they've been studying the project's impact on historic sites since 2020. In response to concerns from historians, they're working to further shrink the footprint of the proposed interchange. But activists believe the development could hurt a different sort of traffic here. Historical tourism, which they're expecting to boom as America approaches its 250th anniversary. Once you build this interchange in here, you see them all over America. Things grow up and it it's obliterates the battlefield. Keenan Willard, WRL News, Jones County. Right now, that Highway 70 bypass project isn't finalized yet. NCDOT will continue holding some public meetings and studying the environmental impact into 2024.
Well, just look at this image of Beaufort. Isn't it just absolutely gorgeous? So this boat here, I love it. It looks like it's just cruising off into uh -huh. the sunset, into the weekend. You know, whether you're going to be on the water or you're going to be at a beautiful. football tailgate, it's going to be a beautiful one, right, Mike? Yeah, it was cooler today too, Ashley. 86 yesterday, 79 today, 52 tonight. Yeah, it's a taste of fall. The normal low is 63. And waking up tomorrow morning in Roxborough, how about 47? Waking up at Durham, about 50. 49 at Rocky Mount. Goldsboro, you folks are cool at 50. And Fayetteville, about 50. So yeah, it should be a nice start tomorrow out there right now. 75. We have our own pretty sunset over North Hills. Sunset tonight is at 723 crystal clear sky and the dew points at 49. So significantly drier out there than we had this time yesterday. Even Clinton, where you had your dew points in the upper 60s yesterday. At one point today, they were in the upper 40s. Now your dew point 55. 75 in Durham, 68 in Roxborough, 72 in Southern Pines and on area high school bleachers. Folks are going to get a little cool tonight. And if you're heading to a tailgate tomorrow, the weather looks pretty good. The Durham Bulls game uh, weather looks pretty good as well. 67 by the time we get to about eight o'clock and it looks like the uh, first uh, the fireworks after the game uh, temperatures will probably be in the mid 60s. So hour by hour, here's how we cool down overnight by midnight 60 by 5 a.m. 64 the morning low 52 and even by 9 a.m. It's still kind of cool out there 61. Now we're not going to have any wind tonight, so it's with the clear sky, calm wind and dry air that we're allowed to reach our coolest potential, which again here in the triangle should be about 52. So here is the big picture. We have Hurricane Lee. We talked about at the top of the newscast moving north, high pressures building in, but it's a half and half weekend. Tomorrow's the pretty half. Here comes the front that's coming in on Sunday with a severe threat. It's pretty much for Sampson County, Wayne County, and down east toward the coast. That has a level one threat for severe weather. Damaging winds can't be ruled out. Perhaps some localized flooding. And on future cast starting Sunday morning at 6, we wake up to mostly cloudy skies. By lunchtime, mostly cloudy skies. We're a little cooler on Sunday because of the cloud cover. Here comes the showers and possible thunderstorms later on during the afternoon. So by the time you get to 4 o'clock, rain is a possibility have rain gear for the second part of the day. Thunderstorms are possible as well. Some of them could be strong. Six o'clock scattered showers, storms and even past six o'clock. We still have activity till about 11 o'clock or so and it's still off to the west. So it may take the better part of the night for all this to shift out of the area. So we're going to go a 50% chance for showers and storms Sunday afternoon, 60% at night and check back with Peter tomorrow morning and Anthony for tomorrow evening to see if there are any changes in future cast. And of course, I'll have a new model run tonight at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WREL. So tonight, much cooler. We only had 59 this morning. And if you stepped out this morning and thought, boy, it's really cool, which it was compared to the way it's been lately, tonight will be even cooler with that 52 in Raleigh, 48 South Hill, 54 Fayetteville, 53 in Clinton. So nice start. And later on during the afternoon, the highs in the low to mid 80s with about 84 here in the Triangle in Fayetteville, 82 in South Hill, 81 in Roxborough. Dew points tomorrow will be in the 50s, so they'll be a touch higher, but still tolerable. Sunday, is the chance for storm day over the next seven 81 the high 63 the low Monday morning 83 the high Monday through Friday of next week as of right now there is no rain in the forecast our normal high is about 83 so it's pretty much close to normal and dew points look like every day next week will stay in the 50s so remember the humidity yesterday that will not be repeated from the way it looks right now for the next seven days and even morning lows will be in the 50s to about 60 so a really nice seven day forecast yeah there's a whole lot about that that is pretty mm -hmm. picture perfect thanks Mike in your background too. Yeah, we need a boat. <laughs> Channel Five have a boat. We need a boat. I think. We can we can figure yeah. that out. Yeah. So uh, this weekend, from art to bugs to becoming a millionaire, it could be quite the weekend for you. Ahead, our out and about best bets.
What a weekend. So the weather's going to be beautiful, at least until some rain shows up Sunday. But until then, tons to do in the Triangle, from a bug festival to a downtown arts festival, a home show. We have your out and about best bets. Centerfest Arts Festival is back in the heart of downtown Durham. It's a fine arts festival featuring dozens of artist booths, multiple stages with performers from the Triangle and really across the country. Admission is free with a $5 suggested donation at the gate. The festival is tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. WREL is a proud community partner of the event. And hey, fans of the reality show Southern Charm, Listen up. Craig Conover. Do you know this guy? So there he is. He's, uh, he's going to be at the Fairgrounds Southern Ideal Home Show at 3 p.m. Uh, and again, uh, he'll be there tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, he stopped by the WRL studios. That's our producer, Allison. So listen, everybody's taking pictures with this guy. All of the biggest fans at the station just happened to come into work early today. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, but he's going to be there at the Ideal Home Show. You can hear from local experts, all things home and garden at the Raleigh Fairgrounds. The show hours uh, tomorrow and uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tickets $12 for adults. Kids 12 and under going free. Uh, tell them we said hello. People got really excited about they that. They did. They did. Handsome guy. The North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences is getting ready for its most popular annual event. Bug Fest is tomorrow. Guests can participate in more than 100 exhibits, crafts, games, and activities. This year, Bug Fest is spotlighting Dan's favorite thing, spiders. Uh, not my favorite, I would say. <laughs> One of the big highlights is all the bug recipes to dry. Yes, bug recipes. Oh, you heard that right. You can join the museum for a special preview at the Critter Cook-Off. Uh, that was today. <laughs> WRAL's own Michelle McConaughey was a... Uh, Judge. Oh on my the panel gosh, I can't wait today. to talk to her about that. Yeah. Would you eat a bug? Like a chocolate covered grasshopper or something? Uh, I would if you um, if you really <laughs> asked me nicely to, okay. but I wouldn't right. say that if I were at, you know, at a farmer's market and they had chocolate covered You're grasshoppers. You're not like looking for them in the grass. Yeah. All right. No. You want to get rich this weekend? Nearly $600 million up for grabs. Tomorrow's Powerball jackpot's a big one. Uh, you could cash out $290 million. This is the third largest Powerball this year. And, of course, you can watch the drawing live right here on WRL tomorrow night at 11. You win. You can have all the chocolate-covered grasshoppers Endless you want. Endless amounts. <laughs> Thanks for making WRL your choice for local news. We'll be back here at 10 o'clock on Fox 50 and 11 on WRL. Enjoy this great weekend. Thanks for being with us. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.